You can kick your fancy ales, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Ori, Nori, and Dori have been tasked with searching for some of the dwarves' missing weapons, taken when the goblins plundered their supplies. They quickly identify a vast cave where some of their missing baggage and equipment has been placed, and rush to recover it. Even as they approach their property, however, they find themselves beset by goblins! Can they find what they are looking for before time runs out? Who knows? Welcome to the Green Dragon, day three of our Escape from Goblin Town starter scenarios. Today we have scenario number three, Brothers in Arms. I am Jeremy, teen and just read the flavor text. Hello. And we have Travis again. Hello, everyone. Third day in a row, Travis. Yep. Yeah. Getting into the swing of things. I love it. It's a Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. Things are happening. They certainly are. Now, this one, Brothers in Arms, breaks away from our last two scenarios, Travis. The terrain. Tell me about it. Well, for starters, we're on a two-foot by two-foot board instead yes. of on the rickety walkways. We're not falling off the walkways this so, time. So, yeah, no trapping people up against nothingness mm. to push them into the deep depths of Goblin Town. But we still have the walkways on the table. They act as terrain. Yes. We have two objectives in this scenario, the weapons and the baggage. So, what the idea of this scenario is, the dwarves, Ori, Dorian, Nori, need to get past the goblin scribe and 12 goblin warriors and rescue their baggage and weaponry and stuff. Actually, they need to find their weapons from either the baggage or the weapons pile. It's a courage test, isn't it, to try and find if it's yeah. the right one? Yeah. So, we keep that rule, and that's a nice little rule there, where you go up to it, you pass a courage test. Dwarves are pretty good at courage. But interesting combination of dwarves. You've got one three-attack fighter, Dory. You've got a pretty standard Nori. Plus then, one to wound is nice. because Plus he's, one to wound is really nice. Uh, yeah, you got the two-handed weapon and essentially Burley. But and then you've got a different one. Everyone's favorite dwarf, Ori, with his mighty, mighty slingshot. The 12-inch sniper himself. And that comes into play in this scenario because the Goblin Scribe is very susceptible to being shot out. And Dory is fantastic at this. If he rolls a five... You mean pop, Ori. Ori. Ori is fantastic at this. If he rolls a five and pops a point of might, that is a dead scribe. And you've got to try and kill the scribe off because he has the potential to pull on heaps of goblins. Uh, I found that when I played it, I just killed basic goblins and then broke them and then everyone ran off. Well, that's an interesting one. We actually... Because the goblin scribe is pretty far away. Mm. Now, that's... Is that one of the changes? Yeah, yeah, that's one of our changes that we made to this. Yeah, we didn't um, like this scenario so much. As you might have, uh, if you've listened to the, uh, the previous two podcasts from have. Monday and Tuesday, we are using these scenarios with the full rules. So, not, not the, the half rules that have sort of been laid yeah. out in the status. strikes, everything. Everything is available. And what we found is the dwarves absolutely just... They struggle against the... Goblins, the goblins in this one. So what we've done is the goblin scribe and all the goblin warriors start the game within 10 inches of the opposite table corner to the dwarves. And what this does is it allows the dwarves and the goblins to have a bit of a maneuvering fight and try and position themselves better. And also means that the goblin reinforcements that bring on for the goblin scribe are a bit more important as well. Yeah. The problem we had them. is that in the starting positions as written, it says the goblin warriors are placed anywhere that is more than 10 inches from the dwarves. So what you do is you place them exactly 10 inches from the dwarves with a scribe more than 12 inches away from that line and then just push them forward. And most of the time, the dwarves don't even get to move. They just stay in the corner. Sometimes they break the goblins, but most of the times they end up dying. Once you kill one dwarf, you kill the others. And it's not really what we wanted. We wanted a baggage chase. We wanted to yeah. go find our equipment. So we modified the deployment. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. I didn't even try for the objectives because I, I knew I was not going to get anywhere 
close to it. I remember when we played it, Jeremy, I remember the first move after we did the change deployment, the dwarves moved forward, uh, sort of weighting themselves towards one objective, and then the Goblin Scribe rolled the flat 12, brought on another, well, I think it was, what is it, eight goblins behind the dwarves, and then suddenly the dwarves are in no man's land going, all right, we need to make a run for this, and then just ran straight towards the baggage and managed to outposition the uh, goblins just slightly enough to manage to grab yeah, the win. Yeah, there were some good games we played with the change rules. And and yes, it was winnable with both, but it just felt like what was the point putting the terrain down, what was the point putting the baggage down yeah. the old rules. And that was the thing that I think is you want to use the whole table and these yeah. slight change in deployment allows us to do that. Okay, so rating of this one, Trav? Without our changes, thumbs down. With the changes, thumbs up. Yeah, I have to agree with Travis there. It's really not great without those changes. I'm the same. Thumbs down, no changes. If you make the following change, the Goblin Scribe and all Goblin Warriors start the game within 10 inches of the opposite table corner to the Dwarves, it gets a thumbs up from me. So a slight change in the words, and it moves it from a thumbs down to a thumbs up. Well, thank you very much, Travis and Tienan, for joining me on day three of our Scenario Spotlight Week. Join us tomorrow. I bet you can't guess which episode it is. Traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on the Green Dragon Podcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.